Blog Talk Radio. had my phone turned up and that music was loud so <laughs> it was loud and lively yeah, it was loud and lively and it, and it starts automatically now so that's cool actually it, it eliminates traces so hey robin it's michael michael and robin doing a guest or doing a host show today kind of at the last minute with with no big strong agenda it's just been a while since we talked to each other and we're mm-hmm. sort of coming to the end of our summer hiatus. I guess it's still at, technically at last until after Labor Day, but uh, we're going to start probably doing, I guess, shows maybe a bit more regularly after that, hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, but I wanted to talk to you and see how you were doing and talk about a few, you know, gossipy HR things or whatever, and <laughs> just have it, just have a half an hour in the middle of the day where I'm not doing work. So, so first of all, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I know we pre-chatted for a little bit in the pre-show, but how are you? How have you been? What's up this summer besides watching dog shows or whatever it was you posted oh, yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yes. No, my new uh, my new jam is um, there's Louisiana law, Northwoods law, and um, Texas law, and they follow like the the wildlife and fisheries, you know, game wardens and stuff around. <laughs> so it's this re it's this reality show. It's like cops, only they're like rescuing animals and seen if people have their fishing licenses and then every now and again they've got like crazy you know you know drunk people on boats or you know mess mess people camping out in the woods and so yeah. that's like my that's like my new show and uh it's it's we've kind of been binging it and uh it's been hot and I'm like ready for fall uh but first we have to get through this uh hurricane that's apparently barreling down on potentially Louisiana so yeah yeah I, I know we had a couple tropical storms here last week and nothing came through the Tampa slash Lakeland area so that I don't even there were two of them Fred and one other one and yeah. then we had Andre who went up north anyway yeah, yeah I know it's it's been it's been an iffy season so far but we haven't had any big impact yeah I haven't watched any of those shows I'll have to check them out they sound goofy enough that it's good for a you know, for one night of checking something out. Anyway, I've been, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't been watching TV. I've been, I've, I, I don't know why I became, I guess I, I was watching it pretty regularly for a while, and then I just sort of got bored. I haven't been going back to the movie theater, which has been um, yeah interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, and even in Florida, it's interesting. But um, <laughs> that, that, that it's, it's still not like a real experience. But like I saw a movie called The Protégé last weekend, and, it was a sort of a yeah, Samuel L. Jackson and Maggie Q uh, and uh, oh gosh, uh, the guy who played Batman original Michael Keaton. Um, oh my! And anyway, it was it was action movie. It was pretty good actually, um, but there were like five people in the theater, so you know, no no movies are making money or anything, even the Marvel wow. movies. But I, I think we may see something, you know, soon because there's another rash of films coming out in September and August. It's always a bad month. But anyway, so yeah, so well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad. It, I mean, it, it's same here. It's hot. It's, uh, it rains a lot. It, it's muggy when it's not raining. And, you know, yeah. I, the, it, the, the intern and I spend a lot of time hanging out in the air conditioning, but we, mm-hmm. nobody's really motivated to go do much of anything else. And then I've been busy at work too. So, um, 
but there have been a few interesting things developing. So, um, yeah. in the in the world of HR, so I thought maybe we could talk about some of those. You think the 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 always the overwhelming topic for the last two years has been COVID, but there are mm-hmm. there have been two things, well, three things really that kind of are coming together. One is you know the the the, politi- the politi- polluted politicization of the issue continues yeah. to drive hard, especially in Florida, Louisiana, where you live, Texas. Yeah, you know we have the the, the governors who are you know fighting their fights with the school boards and everything, but. Um, the, so Pfizer was approved. The Pfizer vaccine was approved. I know I'm not, I'm not breaking news here. Uh, Moderna, mm-hmm. I understand, is coming next pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as Pfizer passed, that prompted a whole raft of companies and organizations to come out and start mandating the vaccines. So that's a, that's yeah. a thing to talk about for a minute. And then yesterday, yeah. uh, Delta Airlines, Imposed uh, a two hundred dollar. They're gonna they're gonna start charging their mm-hmm. non vaccinated em, em, employees two hundred dollars a month more for their health care. Yep. Uh, which yep. is you, you know ten bucks or twenty bucks has been a pretty standard kind of a normative thing related to tobacco for a long time. Um, but I've never. I mean, the two hundred dollars is 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 a lot. And, yeah. And and never over you know never over a healthcare issue like I mean you know what I mean I, it, it, yeah. I guess well I guess you said tobacco you could argue the healthcare issue or whatever but uh, over a specific disease or the treatment thereof I've never seen that happen before so I think that's really interesting so well, I don't know and, uh, the other know. the other uh, important thing with that as well as as well as adding that surcharge um, they also said that they will limit the number of sick days that unvaccinated employees can take due to COVID. So they're, they're coming that. in at it yeah. with kind of this double whammy, you know? And, and then also, um, I guess, on top of that, like like copious weekly testing. Weekly right? testing. So to yep. get, yeah. So they're, they're doing everything they can to make life not, miserable for the non-vaccinated as a, as a um, one step above saying we're going to, I mean, the only thing they could do that would, that would be more harsh, I guess, would be to say, you know, just either get it or you're fired. Um, right. So they're doing everything they can short of that, which is an interesting approach, uh, especially, you know, given the labor market and the recruiting issues that all these companies are, you know, facing all our, all of yep. a lot of companies, all mine included. So it's, it's, there's a kind of a big mishmash there. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't personally think there's, I wasn't surprised that the mandates started. I've been saying that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think companies, you know, rightfully had been holding off because it wasn't FDA yep. approved. And, you know, as a, there was a question as to the technology and stuff, but now it's kind of fallen in the realm of any other drug, right? So yep. they're, you know, moving forward. Um, and it, 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 I mean, I think it's probably, I'm, I, I'm vaccinated, so I mean, I'm you know, I wear I literally wear my my position on in my arm and in my body, but um, okay. I think it's probably really important part of the public policy conversation. You know, given the way everything has been politicized, it, it's really the only thing that's going to change the equation that we've been stuck in for the last I don't know, four mm-hmm. or five months, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't see anything else coming along that's going to make a difference. So it's almost like it's fallen to the private sector now. The government's done it as much as they can yeah. to encourage. Yeah. So I don't know where I don't know where we're headed with that. But it's uh, then we got the boosters coming soon. Mine will be in yep. September-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they just know. changed that from 
the original thought was the booster would be eight months after your second shot, and now they're talking six months. So. Right. Yeah, right. And and uh, yeah, and I had mine I think in April, March or April. I can't remember which. Yeah. But anyway, um, so it might be you know September ish, October maybe. Yeah. Um, and I'll get my third. I know uh, somebody that that I that helps uh, do some coaching for me. Just had her. She's uh, immunocompromised because she had cancer stage two breast cancer, and she had hers already. So I mean, they're yeah. doing them. So I, they're, uh, there, there's been I've seen arguments online about whether or not they're even available yet, and they are, but only only, mm-hmm. that, only people in that particular um, in that particular category where you where you right. have some serious serious issues. So yeah. um, I don't know. Are you, are you you know we you know at at work we haven't taken these positions yet. We're still sort of um, we're still sort of you know. We encourage you to do it. I mean, obviously, we have a yeah. pharmacy operation, so they're available, but we haven't mandated anything. Have you guys done anything at all? You know, your, well, I mean, your company it, and my company are at opposite, opposite yeah. polar, you know, poles. But we haven't, you know, internally, you know, we're we're obviously much smaller than your company, um, right. and we are for the most part 100% remote. Um, so we're not mm-hmm. going to a shared space for one thing. So, you know, we're pretty mm-hmm. much the, you know, you, you make the decision um, for your, you know, yourself. We're, we're comfortable with that, obviously, because your office is your home. Um, we, we haven't run into it yet, but I could anticipate um, where it will come into play for us is if we have um, <coughs> a consultant or some of our contract staff that need to go on site with a client mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the client requires it. So I'm anticipating that perhaps coming down the road um, more so than, than us internally, um, you know, kind of having a, a policy on it. But if a client would require it, um, you know, then, then it would, it would fall into, it's a requirement of the job for whoever yeah, that individual is. Um, yeah, I, but I think it's, you know, the, 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 the folks that I've been talking to, small, mid-sized, you know, HR shops um, locally here, especially, um, are still are still very torn. Um, you know, kind of these small, mid-sized companies have not have not mandated it. The folks I've been talking to, um, and they're not sure that they will, um, and and will probably continue along the path of educate, you know, inform, encourage. Um, mm-hmm. you know, give time off to look, if you need, you know, four hours to go and get the shot, you know, which probably takes 15 minutes, but if you need four hours to go and get, get vaccinated, go, we'll pay you. Um, and you know, if you have any uh, symptoms from the shot, okay. You know, you can have that, you know, day off to recover, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's another. You mentioned the uh, the sick leave thing, which I hadn't I hadn't noted. Uh, I did hear, um, and I don't know like exactly how this is going to work, but I did hear where um, health insurance companies are also going to probably start. Um, like if you get if you get pneumonia or you're hospitalized because of COVID or whatever, um, and you haven't had the, the the vaccination, they may they may decline to cover your your stay that kind of there so there's like you know i mean you know you can i I guess i guess the insurance company is saying your body your choice fine but 
if you make a choice that's you know bad you know bad for your health, we're, we're not going to cover every instance. You know, I don't know exactly how that'll work or how you know how easy it'll be to thread back, but I've seen a few mentions of that kind mm-hmm. of anecdotally on on the internet. So we'll see if that actually shapes up. But that's another kind of a there's another kind of a back door issue for some of the folks that you know that are eligible, you know, there's, there are those that need accommodations yeah. and stuff, but then there are those that are just choosing not to get it. So I don't know. Yeah. At some point this will continue to squeeze, I guess. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, it's, yeah. it's interesting for sure. It is interesting. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> never when all this happened, never could I imagine we'd still be almost two years later talking about this. Uh, I mean, it'll, it, no and it may kidding. be that this is just one of those things that we just talk about forever. For the rest of yeah. you know, rest of our days, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was another uh, switching gears totally. Um, there was another great story about an HR lady um, who was fired and um, <laughs> had act, retained her access to the to the to the HRIS. I guess to the HRIS. Uh, and so she proceeded to go in and basically mm-hmm. d- delete all the information in, in the company's database, like something like 17,000 files and resumes, yep. Yep. Pers- you know, all kinds of critical information and so on and so on. And, and she's now in, indicted and charged. I don't know if it's misdemeanors or felonies, but I, th- I think I saw somewhere where she could face 15 years in prison yeah, for yeah, her. Yeah, up to 15 years, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it uh, uh, when I was reading the story because apparently she was being fired. The termination conversation was happening over the phone, and while it was right. going on, and people were in the office and they could see her on the phone, like seriously typing away, deleting things, and apparently like inserting. Uh, swear words and comments into applications <laughs> or resumes or whatever. It's like, and I, I have a feeling she's probably not going to work in HR again in her future career endeavors. You, you think? Yeah. <laughs> once she once she gets at work, you don't think she'll be on work release or anything during her fifteen years <laughs> prison stint. She could she could do I, career advising in the big house when she's. So, so, and you, we were talking about this a little bit before, and I had, I had forgotten the name of the company, but you said it was something like one eight hundred accountants, right? Uh, one eight hundred accountants, yeah. So this is, it sounds like you call up and they send you an accountant to your business if you need help with one, or they do bookkeeping. I think so. You, yeah. You would think, you would think that a company that you know handles finances and that kind of stuff would would grasp the the minimum kind of the minimal needs of security protection, right? And it just one would I, uh, I think. I, I can't imagine what led up to like what could have been so bad to fire her, you know, that urgently that they couldn't have at least just taken the, you know, the whatever it would have taken an yeah. hour to, to yeah. disable her security access. I mean, so I wonder if it was just like somebody missed it, or if it, it literally like, like they just jumped in without thinking. I mean, I can't even begin to comprehend yeah. how that happens. I guess is yeah. what is is the the main thing that kind of boggles my. I mean, the destruction she did to the business records. You know, that, I assume they'll be able to replace some of it. I, I'll not probably not all, but I would imagine there's backups yeah. somewhere that they can get some of it back. Um, but it's just like you know, I mean, how do they how how, how did they let that happen? I mean, I, and it, I know you don't 
specifically know the answer to that question, so I guess it's rhetorical, but I, I can't I can't imagine ever letting anything like that happen. I know. I you know, it, 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 lesson learned there, I would imagine they probably now have a much more stringent um, you know, set of internal controls of how they're going to terminate um people that have access to systems. Um uh, because you know, I think about the the processes, if you will, that I've set up over the years at different companies, where it's like this ballet dance of coordination. When when you're doing a termination of somebody that's kind of you're not quite sure what they may or may not do, and you know, okay, I've got IT dial ready to disable stuff as soon as this conversation is over, and we're going to make sure this person doesn't sit down at a computer and all of that, all of that sort of stuff. And obviously, uh, maybe she was the one in charge of coming up with that protocol and, uh, you know, never yeah, had. I don't, I, don't know. The, I, I don't really know the size of the organization. Yeah, but, I mean, like any any HR function at, a, at, at, at any company I've ever worked at, you know, we had a – I mean, even if we didn't have, like, a specific work protocol with a checklist that says do these steps, right? Like, yeah. you, like, like in this case, and, of course, you know, back in the day, I mean, people didn't work from home and they didn't have, you know, it's been a couple 20 years now that they have, but they didn't have that kind of, the kind of access they do today, right? So, but yep. this sounds like a case where she was apparently out of the office, had been out of the office for a while, still was and able was to still dial doing in. It. Yeah, it yeah. Was still, and it was, and, and as you said, even doing it while she was on the call, knowing she was going to be fired. But, you know, I mean, they could have certainly disabled her access, you know, be like, just before the call, right? And then right. if, you know, if for some reason plans changed or whatever, cause right. I didn't get the impression that this was a call where they were like in the midst of an, uh, an investigation where things were determinative in that in that minute that you were going to fire somebody, you know? Right. But even if it was, you could still disable it and then turn it back on, right. um, which is, yeah, and the fact that they didn't, didn't do that is just, it really is mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah. You would think anybody that listens to our show would would know not to not, you know don't 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 let somebody especially somebody's been out of the office for a while don't leave their access active if you're yeah. in, you know especially if they if they think you're going to fire them I mean you know I mean I don't know yeah anyway we don't I, I don't <laughs> know how to but it's so rare I guess that's why you never hear much about this but it's it's crazy. Um, I have another one. I have one more slightly weird note um, from, and this is from Evil HR Lady Forum. I don't know if you saw this particular one or not, but this uh, there was this great thread from a post where a, a woman wrote in, female HR lady wrote in, uh, and said, "I have a complaint at work. One of my associates says that a woman that that is working, you know, kind of in the in the factory, isn't wearing a bra." And 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 they're upset about that, so they want HR to talk to her and tell her she has to wear a bra. Yeah. And th- this pro- <laughs> this and 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 it's like it prompted a you know a, a somewhat serious discussion filled with you know snark as well. But yeah, you know, the safety. This, the safety, what are the safety issues? Are these required safety, you know, or, you know, that kind of, is it, you yep. know, are they in danger, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the, the general consensus was that um, you couldn't, they probably couldn't and shouldn't talk to the lady about wearing a bra because this wasn't really like a, 
you know, like I, I like I don't know if it'd be different in an office or whatever. Uh, I guess probably it might, depending on if you're greeting the public or not. But in a factory, um, it, you know, the the impression was this is not something that HR should try to enforce as part of the yeah. part of the dress code. Which I, I tended to agree with that, although I facetiously yeah. said the rule is the rule is obvious. I mean, the solution is obvious. We need to make a rule. We need to make a rule that says that everyone needs to wear bras because we have a problem with one person, allegedly. <laughs> we need to fix it by making a rule that applies to everybody, and then, <laughs> then there, we have no more problems. So, you know, I, was, I thought probably forcing the, the complainer to wear a bra if they weren't, you know, maybe that would – anyway, I don't know. So, well, I just, and I uh, think it's, it was, you know, in the factory setting, you know um, – safety's first consideration, right? So sure. it's, you know, is um, is it a safety issue? No. Um, it's It apparently turned into an issue because everybody couldn't stop, talk, stop talking about it. So, it was, right. but again, it goes back, it's kind of like, um, oh, well, you're, you know, you're distract in this case, you're distracting the men type of thing. Well, right. you know what? That's like right. school dress codes. It shouldn't be on the female to have to do or not do something um, when it's the men or the boys who are in charge of their behavior in this case. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know that uh, that's a hill I would go up and die on. Now, I did <laughs> once in an office setting um, had a an employee on my team um, who, while she wore bras, um, wore, how can I say this, very flimsy bras um, and very sheer shirts and so they're, and very low cut. Um, And so, I mean, I was distracted by it, right? I was like, oh, she's got some good cleavage there. I mean, mean, it was even distracting to me. And it was very... um, Let's just say when the air conditioner came on, it was even more noticeable. Um, and so I actually, uh, I kind of watched for a little bit because I thought, you know, she's doing her job. What's the big deal? But it was dealing with a lot of, applic- not so much employees, but more applicants, um, some employees as well. And so I kind of watched for a little while and saw saw that people were uncomfortable, um, mm-hmm. actually, when they were interacting with her. And so I just, you know, just kind of watched it for a little bit, watched it for a little bit. And then finally I went to her and I had a conversation. I said, look, you know, you do you, you, you look lovely. I know you're comfortable. You're doing your job. Fantastic. I don't want to make you embarrassed, but I've noticed this, 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 you know, this one looking here, this Mm -hmm. one looking here. I said, I don't think you noticed because you're focused on doing your job and dealing with that transaction with that that new hire or that applicant or whatever. And um, she was, she, she was kind of mortified, you know, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, we even had to talk about it. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize. Um, and so then she started wearing a cardigan. <laughs> so mm. I was like, you have now moved into HR. You're wearing a cardigan. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it thrown up around her shoulders and tied at the neck, or was she actually wearing it uh, with her arms covered? She added on her yeah. arms. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, it's funny. I, I haven't had that many, um, you know, over my career, I haven't had that many dress code discussions, like 
like where you know your shirt your skirt's too short or whatever that or, you know your cleavage is showing any of those kind of things or or you know with men hey put your shirt on or whatever yeah. i haven't had any of that stuff but i feel like i had more than my fair share of of bodily function issues you know the oh good the, the pe- yeah. people people who don't shower people who have flatulence you know um you know yeah. that, <laughs> it's, and, and it's my my favorite was a manager who would wouldn't fart in his own office like he farted all the time apparently um <laughs> he didn't fart in his own office he walked out into the cubicle area outside where his assistant and a couple other minions sat and he'd visit with them and fart around them oh, and then no. go back in his office so i had this like on mass visit you know from them with you know pitchforks and torches saying we're going to kill this guy unless you so I wound up having to take oh. him out to lunch and tell him to not fart in the general office area anymore, which is, that was, that was a fun conversation for sure. Oh, I don't my. Those, I don't, I don't miss those days at all. No, I, I think, um, I have dealt with, um, every, every bodily function and every, um, bodily fluid, um, oh. that there is to deal with um at work yeah. um i had the mystery urinator one time i had uh who was urinating in a area um where uh, this uh, camera where cameras all were all over the place um but this particular guy found a spot that was just out of the reach of two cameras um sure. and we would come in in the morning and there would be a fresh Instead of going into the facility and going into the restroom, he decided, you know, outside was a better place. Um, <clears throat> we identified who it was. He he denied it, um, of course, but we were pretty sure. But after talking to him, it stopped. <laughs> um, and I've had lots, far too many masturbators at work, too. Far too oh, many. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, had those. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we have three three minutes and forty seconds left, so this this show has run downhill really fast to, to head towards <laughs> masturbation at the end of it. No, I uh, it, yeah, there 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 there's no depths to which people won't sink, I guess, at some point or another, right? Yeah, uh, you know, because what you do in the privacy of your own home, you can do in the workplace, and I guess that happens all all the time. So, um, <laughs> I don't know it like so like I guess um. Maybe the last couple minutes, we we can see. I know I kind of hinted that we were bringing, you know, kind of bringing the show back online. But mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, I think that um, I don't I don't know what Dwayne and Crystal's um, plans are. I haven't talked to them in a few weeks. Um, but I know that so post Labor Day, which I guess is September fifth, like a week mm-hmm. away, week and a half away, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll start. I'll probably start booking shows again for Wednesday or Thursday, at least one show a week, um, and you know, see if we can get back in a groove. Um, there, I think there, you know, there's there's some stuff coming up. I I know I want to book a show around labor relations. Try to get a couple of guests on around labor relations because we're about to mm-hmm. see a big shift in the in the NLRB, the new the new board, uh, the Biden board is coming online as of. Uh, actually two days from now they'll be they'll be the majority when bill emanuel's turn on so i'm going to try to get a couple of guests on around that and there's there's quite a lot of interesting stuff there's hr tech is coming up and sure yep. coming i know we don't 
I know we don't really do SHRM here that much, but SHRM's coming up. So we're coming into, you know, whatever the conference season's going to look like with COVID and everything. We're coming into that. So we should start to have some interesting shows. Ooh, it went again soon. Mm-hmm. You're there. Robin? I lost Robin. Uh, anyway, this is Mike. We uh, have about a minute left, so I'm going to just end the show early since I lost my co-host. Um, but we'll be back uh, starting sometime around September 6th with uh, regular shows on drive through And please join us and listen in. So uh, have a great day. <laughs>